The home that you worked so hard to purchase or the business that you dreamed of owning deserve to shine. LDJ Cleaning Professionals specialize in commercial, residential, and disinfecting cleaning. We've served Aurora and the Quad Counties with over 20 years experience in the professional cleaning industry. Whether you're looking for window cleaning, disinfecting, or general office cleaning, we offer it all and more. Hire a true professional and call us today at 630-291-5435 or visit our website at www.ldjcleaning.com. We help you protect your investment. All right. So, good to see you today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Glad you came on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, one of the things that's very interesting is that we have a mutual friend, Mr. Alex Arroyo. So, thank yes. him for putting that together. Mm -hmm. He gets a shout Alex out up top. He's a busybody. Yes, he is. Um, so, for the listeners and the people who don't know you, tell us who you are and where you're from. Okay. My name is Shireen Spears, but I'm known as Sherry. And I'm from Aurora, been here all my life, born and raised, and just a, you know, just a person that cares about people, mm -hmm. and that's all I've been doing. I, what made me want to, you know, come, uh, give back mm -hmm. is because when I was a youth, I wasn't an angel. Right. And right. so I would listen to my mom, you know, she would be fighting with, you know, trying to, for our rights, and then I, I would be out in the streets being bad. So once I got older, I realized what she was doing. You know, she was actually paving the way, you know, so that we wouldn't have to struggle and come up. And so I said, well, all the stuff I've done in the streets, I want to give back. So that's what got me into, you know, trying to help people, politics, and learning more about, you know, how the system works and things like that. Local government. Yes. And all that stuff. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, uh, you know. You, sometimes you, when you're growing up, you don't think that you can even take part. No. Nope. You don't I, even I, think. You, you think that door closed. Like, right. that's not I'm even. Like, no, I could never yeah. be yeah. on that side, you know, because of what I was doing in the streets. Right. But, you know, as I realized, my mom was, right. you know, she wasn't doing anything bad. But from where I was at, in my, in my age, I felt like she's against us, you know. But then when I got older, I realized, no, she's actually making it safe. She's showing us about our, you know, rights and different things about voting. Because my mom made a big issue about voting. At our house, you know, when you go vote, we go out to eat, things like that. Right. You know, she pushed that. So I didn't understand that in my youth, but I do now. Um, so now, looking back on it, um, how does it feel? Because you're running for Aurora Township Trustee. It feels good because... I can't erase my past, mm -hmm. but I can start, you know, by doing something positive, right. you know, by bringing awareness to the community, things like that, you know, doing the opposite of what I was doing in my youth. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's called growth, you yes. know what I'm saying? Growth, growth, <laughs> and in order to develop, you have to have growth. Right. You know? um, growing up, what impact did your dad have on your life? Um, my father and mom, they were, they were together for a while and then they separated, but my, we lived in a low income apartment complex called Jericho Circle. Well, when I was there, it was Westwood and my father lived with his brother 
a couple of buildings down. So it was not like he wasn't in my life because I seen him every day. Right. He, you know, him and my mom were very, you know, um, cordial with each other. So it was like he, he was not in the home, but he was he was around the home. Right. So you know that was kind of advantage to me. Right. You know because I would see a lot of my friends that wouldn't have their dads and you know around, but you know I seen mine every day. Um. So. And we know the we know the importance of uh, you know youth and having their parents with them. Um, when you were growing up, did you see or understand the impact of other kids who did not have either parent in their life whatsoever? Were you, did you yes. know kids like that? Because the moms would be at work, and this would give the children time, you know, to get into mischief, you right. know, because they're you know the mom had to work. So she wouldn't be at home in the evening. And so the kids would be running around, you know, doing things that they usually wouldn't do when their mom was there. So, yeah, I think it, you know, with the father being gone in a lot of, you know, homes that I've seen, it was, it, it, it did a lot of damage. Tell me the biggest thing that you can recall, doesn't have to be, you know, good or bad, mm -hmm. whatever, of the, of the Aurora years that we're talking about. Um, it was like far as drugs. Um, gangs. Mm -hmm. I think during those, you talking about when I was growing up, yeah. um, a lot of kids didn't have that two-parent home. And if they did have that two-parent home, you know, the mom and dad worked opposite of each other. Right. So you still had time to get in trouble. And this is where you would feel like my friend has um, Nikes on and I don't want to wear these generic shoes. So then you would have the gang life. You know, where you would say, well, hey, I can get with them, make a few dollars. Right. I won't even have to bug my mom for any money. You know, this is a youth thinking that this is the way to, you know, to get money. You know, it's by connecting with other people, selling drugs and things like that. Um, I mean, I meet young, young brothers all the time. 16, 17, 18. And it's like their mentality, you know, they're mm -hmm. what they see. You know, we used to see that, yes. but it's so much different now. And it's, you know, and, and one of the things I've kind of focused on in my life is like trying to help young people not look at life so negatively right. at an early age. Well, with, I, I can tell you from with me, my children, I have a 30 year old, mm -hmm. a 26 year old and a 25 year old. My son being the youngest, the boy. And I would always, you know, worry about me working third shift jobs, you know, what, how would it affect them? And what I realized was, you know, they, they, they took advantage of that, you know, their friends, I wouldn't see their friends in the daytime. Right. But yep. when I'm at work, they were at my house. And my oldest daughter would always tell me, mom, when you're not here, they're partying, they're, you know, they're doing this. And I didn't realize, you know, because their father lived in Minnesota, mm -hmm. you know, all he would he would call them on the phone, check their homework, but not being there, you know, gave them a lot of free time. Right. You know, and so, I'll be honest with you, I moved my kids to Montgomery because I grew up in the East High school system, and just my opinion, how I felt, mm -hmm. I didn't want my kids to go to East High, and I graduated from East High. And some of that reason was I didn't really, f I felt like it was too many kids. We wasn't getting enough attention. Sure. 
So when my kids, you know, got of high school age, I moved out to Boulder Hill in Montgomery. You know, and once they grew up and they all graduated, I did move back to Aurora. But I felt kind of bad, you know. I said, this is a school I graduated in, but I took my kids away. You know, the landscape, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, I think for if a person really, truly did not like Aurora, once you leave, why come back at all? Right. Kids right. are not, you know, so... Uh, you're not the first person to tell me that, though, about uh, loving Aurora, going to school in Aurora. Man, kind of mm -hmm. dicey with the east side and all that, west side even, too. And then kids are gone, come back to Aurora and kind of live your life. And that's what I did. You know, I said when my, when my son graduated in 2015, I said, I'm moving back to Aurora. I moved to the west side of Aurora. I said, I'll try that. Mm. And... I noticed the difference in the kids, you know, like in our days, we were marijuana um, drinking. Mm. Now it's pills, you know, and, and they're glorifying this. And until I experienced it myself, you know, I, 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 I didn't know what they were talking about. And then when it came to my home, so I started knowing what the nicknames were, Molly's right. and Perks and all this. And so when I would say this to my adult children, they would be looking at me strange, like, how am mom knowing this stuff? That's because mom was out in the streets. Mom was asking questions. Mm -hmm. Moms was like, okay, what, is a, uh, what does it mean when they say they're busting? Mm -hmm. And that's when they're high off pills. Right. So what I did was I started sharing this stuff to Facebook because it might be a parent out there. Their kids could be saying, oh, I'm busting. And they don't know, they might think they're doing a dance. Right. So that's why I would put stuff, whenever I find out, I would put it on Facebook so that parents would know what's, you know, what's going on. Um, what is Aurora's biggest strength? I believe that as like a community, we will come together. Mm. And, and, and that's something I see, you know, like if someone, you know, is, is, hurting or something we all will come together as a community right now I, I like that I do like that too mm -hmm. um, the downtown area is going through a whole lot of development and things like that um, what's some of the biggest changes that you've seen in uh, development wise and infrastructure wise coming to in Aurora well seems like everything is on hold mm -hmm. so you know I'm waiting to, you know I would love to see the finish product right but it's like for the last four years everything has been on hold so you know that's that's right. all i'm waiting for the finished product a lot of people have asked about i i you know i started here's the thing i, I was interviewing you know i was interviewing like local artists mm -hmm. i interviewed uh, chad from treadwell the coffee shop and i interviewed um you know a couple of judges <laughs> and i realized like People always had something to say and ask questions about development. So I figured, like, I was going to ask anybody about development and see what they think. We just want to see, you know, I would love to see downtown with restaurants. You know, uh, it's a lot of entrepreneurs in Aurora. And a lot of people, you know, with small business. I would love to see them filled up downtown, you know, outside down uh, dining, mm -hmm. things like that. But give the people, like, the smaller business that might can't afford the... 16 million dollar loans and things like that give them a chance and let's fill these buildings up you know that's that's my opinion you know so. right um when i was young there was a store called venture 
I remember Venture, Black and White. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old school. I'm old it school. was the stripes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't remember there being a Venture in Aurora. It was a Ventures here a long time ago. Really? I believe it was like in the 80s. Huh. And it was on Lake Street. It's a, a, a grocery store now. But it was a Ventures there. And then we used to have a Kmart on Lake Street. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Man, that is old school. Old okay. School. <laughs> yes. And even downtown, we had an SS Kresge, which is mm -hmm. like a sister store to Kmart. Okay. And that was in the 70s. That's when black people on Saturdays, we lived, you know, I was a little girl, but that was something big in my community where your mom would and dad would take you downtown Aurora. You would go, you know, go to SS Kresge's. They had a, a diner there. Mm -hmm. You would eat. You would do a little shopping. Right across the street here was, um, I'm trying to think of the store. Go, go, I forgot the name of it. But it was like, that was the thing to do. And then over the years, it just started dwindling away. You know, people don't come downtown like they used to. I remember we used to sit downtown. You could catch the bus for 15 cents, things like that. It's no excitement like it used to be, you mm -hmm. know. And I think... When that started happening, that's when it started getting dark in Aurora. It started turning dark, you know, hmm. gloomy. I I just I know what you, no 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 I knew I oh, I'm I'm woken up <laughs> I'm woken up to catch that yeah getting dark. You didn't mean the lights. You right. meant the uh, atmosphere, the feel. Right. It just felt gloomy, you know. Even when I moved back in 2015, you know, I'm I'm looking for you know things. Man, what can I get involved in? Because you know our town, it looks so sad. And so then you you would think, oh, maybe it's just the people. No, you know, just the the structures and things. No, it's the people too. Their mood was like gloomy. You know, no one's really excited about Aurora. You know, and so that's something I want to do is bring bring that excitement back. You know, like I won't say mom and pop stores, but yeah, bring them back too. But we we just need something to make us more. You know. Exciting because it looks it looks depressing. Sometimes when you do drive down Broadway, you see more empty yes. buildings yes. than you do filled up bright buildings and things like that. Um, I've lived here for about 11, 12 years now, okay. and uh, it's this been a boom since I've been here. A lot has changed. You know, there was no bridge. Right. Oh, the new bridge is coming. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right across from the the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know about nobody else listening to the show today, but I can't wait till the fireworks and the bridge open. Be hanging on the bridge. Watching now the you know the fireworks was something that we you know we used to be excited about, but then like I'll say, what was that ninety five ninety six? Hmm. Is when the it was like every week we were going to a funeral. You know, it was a funeral every other week. You know, we'll we'll leave one funeral, and then it'll be a week in the middle, and then someone will get killed because the gangs. Right. And so it was just like like people. It seemed like people just started giving up. You know, like wasn't involved. You know, right. like when 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 I lived in Westwood, I we took care of each other. You know, it was like the neighbors. If you if you did something. That neighbor could spank you or mm. whatever. We don't have that no more. You know, where where we're together like that. Now you hit somebody that. else's child. Now you're going to jail. Yeah, you're going to jail, and and possibly you have to get into it with the parents. Right. And I miss that. I really do miss that with the war because you know it's like everybody is 
it's just like waiting, you know, to see what's gonna happen. They're just waiting, right. you know. And 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 I think the wait, it should, you know, we should start doing things to bring it back towards that. Hmm. That's an interesting perspective. I, I like how you put that. You're right. Um, so let's uh, let's talk township. Okay. Aurora Township. You're running for trustee. Yes, I I um dedicated. A, I, I'm with, yeah. I have a group that I work with called On the Move. Okay. And we mentor like young people. Young. We will mentor anyone. I, I just want to say young people. But we basically try to talk to the younger generation. Right. Um, my partner, Gerald Harris, he goes to the Kane County Jail before the COVID. And he was teaching classes there. Mm -hmm. And so I found a lot of people would call me or, you know, inbox me and say, hey, my light skin ready to get cut off. Or, hey, I'm, I'm short on gas. You know, I, I need help. So I would send them to township. Mm -hmm. And then they would come back and, you know, some would say, well, you know, the process was so hideous and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't understand the paperwork. And it was like they were, you know, like f didn't take the service because, you know, they didn't understand the paperwork or the process. So, you know, after hearing this and then I'm like, I'm constantly telling people about township and things like that. Why don't I just run for township? That way I'm in there, I'm in the door and I can see what's happening. You know, so like if I sent someone down there and they say, well, Sherry, they gave me a hard time. Well, if I'm a trustee, I can investigate that. So my thing is if I can't beat them, I might as well join them. And that's what I did. You know, I, I you say that and I just <laughs> had a great flashback to a interview I had by with a gentleman named Bill Powell. Okay, I know Bill Powell. He was the police chief. Yes, he was. Mm -hmm. He and I were sitting this back before we started doing video. We're sitting back, chopping it up, and we're talking about, among many things, law enforcement in the black community. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, I was raised the kind of way, you know, I may as well just be the police. Right. You know, you right. should, I mean, they hiring. This is kind of off the subject, mm -hmm. but it's also on the subject, right. you know, like be in there to help out. Right, Both, because yeah. you get, you know, like, like one guy I know, he couldn't read. So my thing was when he went to township, maybe that was the issue. You know, whoever the intake was might have, you know, might have not knew or he could have been embarrassed to tell her he couldn't read. Right. So my thing is, I, I'm not going to just take someone's word. Y'all hear that? Motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> That's the motorcycle. Yeah. But my thing was... You know, instead of, you know, wondering did, how did they get treated or how did they, you know, talk to them. So my thing was, let me go and apply. That way I'll know what's going on and I can, you know, I, it won't have to be a guessing game. I can talk to the people directly because I'm in there. I'm all up in their business in township. In the so, mix. What's happening? What, what, right. Okay, what? What time they come in? I said three o'clock. Right. right. Well, yeah. So I'm in there. And so... I've always wanted to, you know, always wanted to help people. Even when I was in high school, you know, like I said, I wasn't always just like, I wasn't bad, bad. You know, I was the type of person, if you tease someone because they had on raggedy shoes, I would be the one that would get, you know, say something to you. Mm. Like, sort of like a bully, I would, I would check the bully. Right. You know, and I've had that from a little girl. 
you know, and and that's how I am with the roar. I feel like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm a I don't know if I want to say a big sister or to everybody, but I feel like no one should be without. I got asked if I knew you a few years ago. Oh, for real? Yeah, like I. The name Sherry Spears has definitely been brought up to me. You know, and that's, like, Kurt, you know Sherry, right? Like, no, who's Sherry? Kurt, you don't know Sherry Spears? And you know what? I'm the type, I don't want to pat on the back for right. anything that I do. And I, I realize that's why a lot of us, different organizations, are separated. Because if someone wants that pat on the back or, hey, it's me, I don't need that. You know what gives me satisfaction? What? Knowing that... When a, a young mother come to me and said, hey, I didn't have money to get a uniform. I just started a new job. And, I, and she tells me, you sent me to this place and I got my uniform. That's, that's the satisfaction I get. You know what? Look. This is a different interview. We're gonna talk, we're gonna keep it we, we keep it real on every Let's interview, go but we're gonna keep it we go one hundred right now. <laughs> you know something that the African American community, I think, understands and appreciates and really notices more is okay, it's one thing to tell me, look, yeah, take your two forms of ID, your three pieces of your mail and go down there, stand in line, they're gonna call you and at three o'clock you're gonna go that's one thing. Right. But to have somebody actually be like, look, come on with me. Right. And let me explore let me see what you cross that out, put that there. That's what well, black people that's what black folks and we try to do that. Right, and see, and my thing is, I know it's a lot of people that, you know, they're embarrassed to say they can't read. Right. You know, they don't understand the language. They don't got the $20 filing fee right, right. now. Right, you know, things like that. And, and my thing is, should you, I don't think you should be denied services because you can't read. That's why we have to have people in these positions, the intakes, the, the politicians, everything, have to be more understanding to the people, you know. I don't look at you and assume, oh, he can read. I, I don't, because I don't know, because I just met you. So just imagine how many people, you know, didn't get service because of these little small things, you know? And and my thing is, I'll, I'll waive the $20 fee if it's going to solve, you know, help you get ahead. I'd rather waive that. We'll come back to that. But if I can get you situated right now, then I'll work on that. And see, and that's a lot of, you know, we got a lot of little things are stopping big things in the world. And especially in the regards to, like, the large machinery mm -hmm. of organizations and bureaucratic organizations, the minister of this, down the hall for that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, so also, I don't, I don't know where the township boundaries are. I didn't know if I lived in township or not, but I can just understand and assume that, like, when you're dealing with these bigger organizations, there's not much street level grassroots right right like helping folks right you know and that's i think that's a shame and and i me you know i i'm not looking to go in you know i i pray i win but i'm not looking to go in and just overturn everything right but i do have opinions and my thing is like with township i think it should be advertised more a lot of people don't know the services that township have. I can put up a post on Facebook, which I did a few weeks ago, and people were inboxing me, Sherry, they got that? So right. me, I'm more, from what I've seen and what I've been walking around, we need to get back to knocking on doors. 
doing welfare, wellness checks. Mm-hmm. Why sit behind the desk and waste time? When you can be out there knocking on the doors, you discover a lot of stuff. I, I realize that not from my, my group that I'm in, not from anybody telling me, but just getting in my car and start driving and going to different neighborhoods. And you find out a lot of stuff. You know, you might find out people, you know, you got um, abuse, all types of abuse going on. But if we're sitting behind the desk, we, we don't know that. I would love to be in a position where, with Township, that I can start knocking on doors. Hey, are you guys hungry in there? Hey, do you guys need something? We need to, that's how we get that, com- that community thing back together. But no one's doing door to door. Correct. Ain't nobody trying to do that. But that's, that's just something I think that we would know. It, they should be doing that. Yeah, they just not doing it. Right. But they should be doing it. Yeah, right. I, um, you get more. You get more information. You you know you collect the data, and you and you really find out what's going on in your city. Uh, I was fortunate enough to. This seems so long ago. Holy cow! <laughs> this was over. I mean, it was just over the summer last year. But I was fortunate enough to do canvassing once upon a time in my life. Mm-hmm. And you're right knocking on people's doors and walking in a little yard and ding dong a little bell and then they come out you talk no amount of reading a book can prepare could, could you know what i'm saying that's not they don't teach that in school no it's kind it's you know like i tell everybody i said you can have a a master's degree uh a bachelor's i'm not knocking anyone for right. getting that right but i found out the best experience and the best teacher is going out there in the field and, and, and asking the people. Because you can do a data. How do I know this data was on the right group of people? How do I know this data was even pertaining to this group of people? And that's, you know, and I've been saying it for years. I said, I wish we bring, had a program where we can go and talk to the people. So I started doing it myself. Got in trouble for making videos, but I did it. What was the videos about? I was in a, a housing complex okay. in... Uh, it's called Eastwood. Mm-hmm. And I went out there. It was a shooting. So I wanted to go out there and see what's happening. Right. You know, so I started videotaping. You know, and, you know, I guess a lot, you know, the Aurora housing manager, he didn't like it. But I didn't care. You know why? Because I need you to see what's going on. Right. In, in your apartment complexes. Because when they go home, the people are still there. And that's where, like, township, different things like that should all come together. What are the town, what are the services that township provides? Um, they have, like, uh, rental assistance. They have uh, uh, scholarship programs. They have grants for nonprofits. Um, also, like, if you need groceries and things like that, they have uh, emergency assistance program. They also have general assistance, where it's, like, an ongoing Income if you qualify, you know, like if you don't get uh, SNAP and things like that, mm-hmm. this is like a supplement. And and um, they have a notary service, oh, free wow. notary service for the people. And I know that's good because a lot of times you have to search around Ooh, don't for you? notaries. Yes, so, you do. So that's something they offer. And um, you know what's cool is they so. Um, you're right, like, Aurora Township is, like, the the most closely kept secret, but it's 
so obvious. It's, it's right, right there. there. But nobody knows what the hell it does. But they do cool stuff. Um, there's been a few, like, Aurora Township things that have been going on that mm-hmm. I've shouted out in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, shout out to Township. I don't even know what the hell... <laughs> I don't know nobody on township like uh but right now they have this thing I really I really appreciate this. There's the the VNA healthcare shuttle bus shuttle bus yes. with pace in conjunction with the city. Shout out to the township. I'm right. feeling that. Shout out. And that's that's good. But also you have to look at this. What about the uh emergency assistance? You know yeah, that, right, things correct. like that. It's 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 simple stuff that they could just like pass, you know, pass out a pamphlet just letting these people know I, I want I'm trying to find out is it in their budget because the last newsletter that they had was from 2013 damn yeah so and and this money is in their budget so why aren't these newsletters getting out you know why aren't you sending people out right. you know my thing is let's do right let's get this information out because do you know a mother sitting up or either a single father sitting up at night worrying how I'm going to get these kids some shoes. How I'm going to get the, you know, get to work so I can take care of the kids. If we had, if they knew this information, that could take a lot of stress off people. A lot, you know, you can change attitudes. Because I know when I, when I used to worry about bills, I was mean. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to be happy. I was mad. <laughs> so... You know, this can change a lot of attitudes right. and things because it's hard when you're sitting up and you're, you're trying to figure out how to take care of the household. Yeah. And me, I'm, you know, sometimes I have to share, be quiet, but I know that's my mom coming out in me because my mom would invite the mayor, uh, the uh, chief Brent. These are older people. My mom is in her 70s, but she would have Fred Rogers, people like that. You ever heard of Fred Rogers? The Magnet Academy? Yes. He would come to our house and my what? mom would cook. And but her thing was Yo, all I do is learn on this show. Y'all you know these what? facts. Y'all, but what the We hell? just gave Fred and uh Eva Rogers and Lillian Lillian Perry about two years ago on the move we gave them a, a award, you know, for being trailblazers in the community. But see it goes deeper with me, because I used to be sitting there watching them eating at our table. And I'm like, what my mom got all these people over here for? Her purpose was, she said, bring them to your home. Tell them the need of the community. You know, you have to, you you know, you can't look at, oh, because they're, they have this title, they're bigger. My mom said, no, there's no big them and little us. Right, especially so, when the big people or the, the big people. They have the power. Reach back down. See, see, some folks, that's the thing where, you know, you got good people at your table at least. Because some folks wouldn't even... Oh, you mean go go have dinner at this lady's house? Right. On whatever she street. She is in low income. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm not going to do that. The and people you know who do that, that's... Yeah. I didn't even know we... You know, I didn't really know what low income was. Yeah, you never do. Yeah, you, you never know, do. we did because, <laughs> hey, my mom worked, my dad worked, we eat, you know. But it's some people who I grew up with, they, they were living that. And my thing is, we... It should... Right now, it shouldn't be low income. This We're all people we just happen to have you know live in different areas or whatever but to me everybody is the same i don't care if you drive a cadillac until you're riding a bike I'm, i respect at my job the ceo get treated just like the kitchen help there's no, because we're all human and that's what we gotta remember where we come from 
Don't forget where you come from. And never think you're above anyone. You know, and like I said again, I'm not knocking no one for having a degree. I applaud you. But my thing is, not everyone is going to go to college. Not everyone can afford college. So does that mean you treat me different? That means I get hot dogs and you get steak? Right. You know, maybe I, I, sometimes I do think I get too involved, you know, but then I can't stop. What do you mean too involved? Like, I get I, I, I get emotional about, the, you know, I wish I could help everyone. I know I can't, but I, I do. I try as much as I can. I was working 12-hour shifts, but I still had that phone. Okay, this is, you know, for resources, you know, giving people places they can get help. And my thing is, I know it's not going to happen just like one, two, three. But if if I keep voicing and talking about it, somebody's going to pay attention. Um, so when the primaries are in uh, February, February, mm-hmm. February, what's the date? February 23rd, I believe. February 23rd mm-hmm. of the primaries. And the election is April 6th? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what's what's campaigning and everything been like in the COVID era? It's it's kind of weird because, mm. you know, you can't really go out a lot. Um, last weekend, we did a thing where we had all the candidates come um, over on uh, New York Street. We call it the mansion. It's a big house. Mm. And, we you know, we, we did videos like that. We're planning to do drive-ups where, you know, the uh, we're going to have the candidates there, but the people can drive up in their car, and we'll have loudspeakers and things like that so they can hear us. And, you know, a uh, lot of door-to-door. I'm, I'm partnering with John Lash, Alex. You know, we all got a little mm-hmm. circle. And, you know, we're just kind of like helping each other. You know, me, I use Facebook because it's free. Right. And it reaches a lot of people. Right. You know, and my whole thing has just been about change with action. And what I mean by that, a lot of people say, change is going to come. Okay, you can say that all day, but what are you doing? It might not. Right. It you, might not. You if you know, don't, I mean, you... You have, to, you have to put some action with that change. If Rosa Parks didn't get busy that day on that bus, when was change really going to come? Right. Because some people would have figured out a way to shut this group up over here. It might not change. Might not come. People think the well, only thing that changes that you don't have to set no watch to is the seasons. That's go. it. Other than that, but what I would like, as far as like with me in township change, right. that the public knows more. Oh, I'm with you. I'm totally. I, I want that, and I want it to be fair, like organizations. You know, you you look on, you know, and this is for your information you can get. You look, the same people are getting the money. But we have over 100 and some different organizations out here. You know, that's something. See, and that's where, you know, I, I say I get involved because I'll take it all the way. I want to know, well, why is this group still getting the money? Right. You know, why this other group been in action for 20-some years and they ain't getting the money? Right. So... That's where I say I be getting involved because I'm about fairness and I'm about the people. So I feel like if your group been getting grants for the last couple of years, you know, and this other group is getting overlooked, we got a problem. Uh, how can people find out if they're in township or not? Um, you can call township. They have a map on their website. Okay. I really don't want to 
say go to their website because we're we've been having problems with a lot of outdated information. Okay. Like I told you about the <laughs> 2013 newsletter. Was the last newsletter. That's that's to me is unacceptable. You know. All right. It's been a whole. It's been all kind of news in that's Aurora from right. 2013. Like like we got different places that's handing out meals to people. A lot of people don't know about it because it's it's not in. If, if it was in a newsletter, it would be you know people would know. Yeah, shout out to Mary Fultz. Mary Fultz, uh, Alyssa Dockery. Yeah, she she does it out of her out of her her um, own money, you right. know. And my thing is, we people need to know about this. What is a township? If you're, if you're not helping the township, you're just a building sitting there. Right. You know? Now, township has the location on Broadway, mm -hmm. down the street from us, across yes. from the fire station. And then they also operate the Youth Services Center. On Gale, which Gale is street. closed now because of COVID. And they're doing some work there, so they didn't have the kids in there. Right. And they used to have basketball there, but they took basketball out and soccer. You know, I would like to see more field trips. For the kids, do you know Curtis? I've, I've, I'll say at least ten kids in Aurora have not even been outside of Aurora. Oh yeah, I can. And the saddest thing I heard is when a child told me they went out of town and they told me they went to Batavia. That's not out of town, but this is reality. That's right up that's the street. Right up the street. But that's what he thought when you asked him. You've been out of town lately? Yeah, I went to Batavia. I was crushed because I'm like. <laughs> right. That's you know that's what I want to see more kids being able to you know once the COVID let up we'll be able to take groups of kids you know go to Washington D.C. you know go to different uh, uh, attractions and things mm -hmm. I don't ever want to hear a kid tell me that going out of town was going to Batavia that hurt that hurt um what are the how long are the positions for trustee what's the for uh, four years four years mm -hmm. okay four year positions is there a, is there a max of terms that you can serve i believe there's two okay I believe there's two two I'm, four I'm, year I'm positions i'm thinking for the trustees okay um how's it looking you i mean you kind of think right i'm, I'm pumping I'm right pumping. <laughs> you know, i mean uh, a lot of people know me from you know just from me being out in the streets right me from being who i am and I do use Facebook a lot and like, you know, I'm the type of person I'm not hiding what I'm doing. If I if if I feel something's not right, Posting I'm going, it. I, I, uh. I post it, I go to the place. I don't you know, I that's just me. And I've always been the type of person that I cared about. You know, like if I did if I said something wrong to you, you know, a long time ago it wouldn't bother me. You know, because I, I was my, my head was cloudy. I was I was in the streets. Right. But like I said, I look at all I went back and I, I analyzed all that and I said, you can be more of a help to your community than a hinder. So which one do you want to be? And that's when I said I wanna be a help. Right. I want because just information alone can bring people out of a rut. You know what? Um and you know what else it is too that's cool, like Information can bring people out of a rut, and sometimes, like somebody just showing you something new, new. could make you like the rut never even exists. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You be, you you sit back and you look like yo, I'm I, I'm feeling what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. 
there's so many people I've talked to, you know, Mary Fultz is one of them, just side chops uh-huh. and just been like, you know what, like, all the stupid stuff, like, you look at old pictures of yourself sometimes, like, what was I thinking? What was I? Jesus, what was I thinking? And it's like, no, nah, the mission, the mission now is deeper. It's way too deep. We got to make, we got to lift our people up and that's all my the thing. way every single day. Mary's um, organization can. Our Lisa Dockery, she has Echo Development. Gerald has. Oh, that's who has Echo. Okay. Yeah. Um, Gerald Harris, he has uh, On the Move. Um, you have so many different little groups here. And, and if we all, you know, we do try to come together sometime. But like I said, you get, you know, you get some groups. Some people want that big pat. I don't want the pat on the back. Right. I don't, you don't got to put my name in lights. All I want to know is. Did that woman or did that child, did that man get help? Right. That's my that's my biggest thing. Did they get the help that they needed? Right. You know, we can we can uh pat each other on the back later. It's too because right now our streets is is showing as you ride around Aurora, it's not happy. It don't look happy like it did in the seventies and eighties. It you know, nineties was a bad time for us because we had all the gang killings and things. Mm-hmm. But now even some of the people that were fighting against each other. We're friends on Facebook. We're coming. We're, we got kids, you know, that are growing up together. And we're working together to try to find out, hey, what did you find out today? Okay. Right. Well, what you find? We're comparing information. So, you know, we, even the streets are coming together. You know, and my thing is, I, a few, maybe last year, I called everyone that I knew mm-hmm. that had some you know, street credibility mm-hmm. or that was involved in the streets. And I said, hey, we got to do something. There's too many people dying. The kids that my, you know, I grew up with, they're killing their kids. You know, we grew up together. Our kids are killing each other. Hey, we got to do something. So about 12 people, guys showed up and they, they committed to helping me. You know, Lester Salter, um, I'm trying to think of some Andy Williams. We had um, it was it was a lot of people there. Ed Ed Ash. I know you heard of Ed Ash. He's he's a um, he has elevated radios. Um, I'm trying to think of another guy. A S H E. Edward Ash. Okay. Edward Ash. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He right. was there, and so my cry went out. You know because I'm like. I don't know him. I, I know that name. I've heard of him. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what can we do? You know, what can we do? And so we got together. And it, and it, it is all about accountability. And that goes from the local agencies and everything. Everybody has to be accountable right. for what's going on. I can't point the finger and say, well, she didn't do this. No, we all, if we're going to be in a war, this is going to be home, we have to be accountable and, and stand up. If you were mayor for a day, What's the first thing that you do? The first thing I would do is fill up downtown. With the, I, I would go into the neighborhood with these, you know, young entrepreneurs and mm. people, and I would start filling up these businesses, putting people to work, and things like that. Um, even with the COVID going on and everything, uh, I still feel that Aurora's got a, a bright future ahead of it. Would you agree? Yes, if we get the correct leadership in Aurora, if we get people that 
is not so much on clicks. We need to bust up clicks because I don't feel. Does Aurora have clicks? <laughs> you know, it's like. We'll chop that for part two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I just feel like one side shouldn't be serviced. Sure. Or your I, income. You're right. You you're know? right. Yeah. So that's what I mean by clicks. Yeah, your 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 income and where you live should not dictate the police response to your neighborhood or how much funding you, uh, you get. get whatever the case may be yeah um what's something that you'd like people to know about you running for township i would like people to know and i think i live it that i'm a fair person i listen to every citizen matter to me i don't you know i don't look at skin color i look at the heart and I'm, I want to see my people. And when I say my people, I mean all people. Right. You know, black people especially, mm -hmm. you know, but I say all people. Right. Because I want to see everybody growing and developing. Because it's, it's a lot of potential here. You know, I love a world. You know, I left a few times, but I came right back because this is home. You know, I miss the smell of you know cornbread and you go on this side of town and you smell the tamales and things like that right and you know it was you can you used to could walk up to someone's backyard barbecue and, and get a plate you know i miss that and what i want to do is bring aurora back center where everybody matters not just you know who you are or who you know i want everybody to matter and that's why i'm starting you know, at Township, I would love to have jumped in and did something bigger, but I, you know, I was sick, I had surgery, but I'm still, even from the low level, mm -hmm. I'm going to work my way up because I do believe that if we continue to, you know, talk to people, we change attitudes, we bust these clicks up, we'll have some, Aurora have some popping. We'll be, you think it was popping once, it'll be popping if we can get these attitudes and make everyone feel like they matter. All right, yeah, yeah, widen the, widen the sandbox. Right. Everybody Not, you know, yeah. don't feel like just because, oh, you don't, you know, you don't hang at Morton Steakhouse, so you don't matter. Or you go to Burger King, so you stay over there with Burger King. No, I want everyone to come to the table and eat. You know, we all eat together. Right, right. That's my thing. Um... The show ends on a positive note. What is your message for the people um, going into the week? Don't give up. Believe in yourself. Don't let where you come from determine where you go. You matter. That's, that's what I feel. Everybody matters. Um, so, on behalf of the second largest city's first daily news podcast, we appreciate uh, Sherry Spears. We appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. Very much so. We appreciate. Uh, we apologize to listeners for the train that you may have heard in the background of this episode. But I want you to know that we are on the streets. We are definitely among and with the people. We appreciate being the voice of the people and putting the message out there. And shout out to Jason Crane and the Voice newspaper. That's not a swagger, Jack. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just a double shout. Yep. Um, but anyway, have a blessed, safe, wonderful day and the rest of this week. And we will see you guys back here tomorrow for another great show. Peace, y'all.